Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 437 of the Juicebox podcast. On today's show, Brianna Raquel. Brianna is 20 years old. She's had type 1 diabetes for two years. And just recently, she made a commercial with Nick Jonas for Dexcom. A few days ago, I found out that Nick Jonas had made a commercial for Dexcom that was going to air on the big game. I don't know why the NFL doesn't let you say the words bowl and super together, but they don't. Anyway, found out about this, looked into it really cool. I was able to get some images and video, which I shared back on juiceboxpodcast.com. And as I was making my way through everything, I found myself thinking, who's this girl with the sparkly eyes? And I asked around and found out that Brianna has type 1 diabetes. She's a user of Dexcom. And they reached out to her to be in this commercial. So I said, can I get her on the show? That sounds like fun. And so here she is. And fun it was. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. The Juice Box Podcast is sponsored proudly by the Contour Next One Blood Glucose Meter, the Omnipod Tubeless Insulin Pump, Givoke Hypopen, Touched by Type 1, the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, and of course, don't forget to check out t1dexchange.org. When you support the sponsors, you're supporting the show and keeping it free. If you're looking for that Dexcom G6, head to dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. Would you like the most accurate, easy to use, and delightful little blood glucose meter that I've ever seen Arden use? If you do, that puts you at contournext.com forward slash juice box to get a free no obligation demo of the omnipod tubeless insulin pump all you have to do is go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice box if you'd like to check out the glucagon that my daughter carries it's at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box and of course touched by type one is my favorite diabetes organization they're on facebook and instagram and at touched by type one.org there are links to all the sponsors right there in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com. I appreciate it when you support the sponsors. Also, before we get started with Brianna, Brianna's website is briannaraquel.com. B-R-E-A-N-A-R-A-Q-U-E-L.com. She's also on all the things. Tick, gram, Insta stuff, the whole thing. My name is Brianna Raquel. I grew up in a small town in Maryland. I am a singer and an actor. I've been in LA for about five years now. And I um, I also do real estate as like a little side thing. But um, yeah, no, my lifelong dream has to, been, has to be a, an entertainer. So I don't know. I guess I'm just living the dream, working hard and like <laughs> trying to make it, you know, that big break. Yeah, I understand. I have a side hustle too. I take care of what my wife tells me to do. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that so, is a job yeah, for it re- sure. It really is. <laughs> Today, she's told me that I'm taking my daughter to get her nails done when I'm done with this. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Which, as you can imagine, is my That's dream. important work. Yeah, yeah it's, my, <laughs> it's my dream for this afternoon. When I was making my uh, my vision board today, which, by the way, I don't have, um, I, I definitely said go to the nail salon with Arden uh, on it. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I get you. Wait, uh, Maryland, and five years, how old are you? I'm 20. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you did you and your whole family move out when you were 15? No, actually, my parents stayed on the East Coast. I moved out with my older sister. Wow, that's crazy. Is she still there? Yeah, she actually leaves in two weeks, though. So oh. sad, but, you know, it's time. <laughs> it's right. been five years. So how old were you when you were diagnosed with type 1? I was 18. Okay. I'm doing my math right now. So that was like mm -hmm. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. November 3rd is my two-year anniversary. Would you mind telling me a little bit about being diagnosed and how it went? Yeah, of course. Um, so I actually thought that nothing was wrong. I'm the type of person that's like, oh my God, you're making things up. Don't go on WebMD. You're going to just see something you don't want to see. And of course I did. And I was like, diabetes, like what? That what? <laughs> no, I remember that three nights before I was like on WebMD after I told myself not to. And I was like, there's no way. Um, my mom actually has a thyroid disease. And so when I was losing a bunch of weight, uh, I thought it was that. Mm -hmm. And so I went to go get my blood work done. I had a bunch of people telling me I was getting kind of skinny. <laughs> and it was true. When I weighed myself, I was 87 pounds. Wow. So my sugar was pretty high. And uh, it was like in a span of one month that I just dropped the weight like so fast. And I just remember waking up like three times a night having to use the bathroom and I was drinking everything under the sun. Like I was just so thirsty. Nothing could quench my thirst. And all my friends were like, oh, wow, you're hungry, huh? And I was like, girl, yes. Um, but I didn't realize that that was a symptom. And I was just like, you know, I'm a growing girl. I need some food. Um, but yeah, all of those symptoms I typed into WebMD and they were like, mm, diabetes. And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> well, you know, there's that, that magical thought that you're eating whatever you want and losing weight mm -hmm. that you found the exact balance. <laughs> right? right? I was like, this is great. You yeah. guys must be jealous. <laughs> all of you. I was eating anything under the sun and I was like, I don't gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I normally, I say stay off the internet and and don't look for stuff there. But once in a while, you know, for stuff mm -hmm. like this, it, it works out. Hey, your mom hypothyroidism, hyper. Um, know? she had hyper, hyper, and then when she went to the military, they actually, I think they either removed it or they gave her some sort of medicine to help level stuff mm -hmm. out. Um, not sure. She was really young, so she so was she, like, "Eh, military, just take care of it." Does she have the scar? Oh, no. no, she doesn't. She doesn't. So I'm thinking maybe it was just medicine. Yeah, I think I actually, some, I actually don't know that. Yeah, I think there's some radiation yeah. thing they do. And oh. by the way, this is in the weeds. But I think that um, uh, if you're hyper, sometimes there are also people who bounce back and forth between hypo and hyper and then they hit it with some mm. radiation to kind of calm it down a little bit. So she takes like Synthroid or some sort of a hormone every day. Yes. Yeah. So when you first started having symptoms, that's where your head went? Yeah, because I was just really, really skinny. And that's what she was telling me when she was younger. She was like 100 pounds and like 5'2". Mm -hmm. And so just very petite and small and stuff. And I was like, well, you know what? I mean, this could be the same. You have it. Maybe I do too. So, so, when, so yeah. when you're 18 and you're living in another town with your sister and you think mm -hmm. you have diabetes, what's your next step? 
Oh my God. Is there an answer for that? What is the next step to that? What did you do? Did you like, did you just run outside and scream or did you go to a urgent care? Did you, how did you handle it? Uh, Actually, my grandpa was in town and I was on the way to go get some waffles when I got the call from um, blood lab results. And they were like, um, your sugar is really high. I suggest going to the ER. (laughs) I was in such a pissy mood too. I was like, are you kidding me? I want waffles. I'm starving. <laughs> this is a waste of time. And yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. The nurse, she was like, "Yep, this is for the rest of your life." And I was like, "So you went oh. to the you went to the emergency room then when you got the phone call mm-hmm. about the labs." And yeah. and that is also the time when you found out you did not have a superpower where you could go eat those waffles and not get anything. Yeah. Must have been no, a, a no. bummer. Especially when I found out this is going to be for the rest of my life. Yeah, no I kidding. I always remember that nurse said that. And and so you're at the ER. I've talked to a ton of people who were diagnosed. That's not a great setup, right? Did they, they give you any insulin or did they send you to a general practitioner to go talk to somebody else about it? So they took me to the ICU and put me on an insulin drip. And I was in the hospital for, I think, two and a half days. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't let me eat solid food for like the first night. And then they were putting me on the insulin drip. And they would wake me up every four hours to come draw blood. I had bruises all over my arms. And um, when the veins in my arms wouldn't work anymore, it was my hand. So that was pretty um and then they woke me up every two hours to come prick my finger wow. so and, that was a night <laughs> and you're in la primarily to be an actress or to sing or what is it you're doing there a little bit of both they're um they're the careers that are kind of on and off sometimes and so when one slows down i pick up the other mm-hmm. and vice versa that's amazing what what um what kind of acting do you do uh, theatrical more ed- theatrical is film and television mm-hmm. not to be confused with like theater and stuff although I would do musical theater that would be fun uh, but mostly film and television gotcha have I seen you in anything I mean not that you know what I watch but <laughs> uh, I don't know do you watch SEAL Team sure like where yeah. like that big handsome guys are running around and doing like military stuff yeah uh, David Boreana stars in that um, <laughs> yeah I played oh um What's her name in the show? I'm like thinking of all the different characters now. I think her name is Emma in the show. Right. That's amazing. What is I was her I was her best friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you see, I don't want to give any spoilers in case no one's seen it. We're not but, gonna um, spoil anything. That's fine. Don't do that. A few, few episodes of that. And then I did a guest star role. It was pretty fun. Uh Criminal Minds. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. have I have one 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 specific and only one experience. So when the iPhone first came out, which mm-hmm. I'm going to guess came out when you were like seven years old, um, <laughs> uh, they did this thing where they rounded up a, whole, uh, a handful of people who had stories about uh, getting an iPhone. And they brought them all out to L.A. and they filmed these commercials with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the day that the iPhone came out and I had it, I was getting it all set up on my computer. Um, I was amazed. I know this is going to sound s- so silly to you because you're younger, but I was amazed that my <laughs> pictures were on my phone. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that was amazing to me. And I stopped my wife as she left the house to go to work. And I was like, look, you have to see this. And she's like, I have to go. And I'm like, no, you really have to see. I have a magic (laughs) thing in my hand. Right. Look at this. And so I'm showing it to her. She pauses for a minute or two and looks, goes out, gets in her car, drives away. And as she drives away and gets to the end of our driveway, this giant tree falls across the road. 
<gasps> like just down the street from our house. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I saved you from being crushed by a tree by showing you my iPhone, right? So <laughs> I told my buddy this story, and I'm sure I did a better job of telling it to him. He's like, you should send that to Apple. So I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Apple. And a month later, I was in LA, like on this soundstage making this commercial. <laughs> and I had such a heady experience that I have to ask you about. I was thirsty as I stood in front of the camera and I said, hey, could I get a bottle of water? Mm-hmm. And I heard a voice over a radio say, the talent needs water. And I was like, am I the talent? And then it yes. it <laughs> echoed through all the the, the um, different walkie talkies in the place. And then this harried 18 year old girl ran at me with a bottle of water. And I was mm-hmm. like, I feel so special. And this has got to be why Britney Spears is crazy. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like it's a, just such an odd feeling to like watch everybody bring something to you. Yeah, it kind of is. Like when you're on a set, I think all the crew members, especially like directors and producers and stuff know that like they don't have a show without the actor's performance. So they're like, treat them like royalty. Because I've had people like, what are your food preferences? Are you vegetarian? Are you vegan? Or I'll be like, mm, I'm kind of thirsty. And then magically water appears. <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah. For almost a week, I thought I was handsome. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was very confusing. Uh, but I got home. My ad, my ad never made it to air. And yet I was still paid for it. And mm-hmm. I was fascinated by how much money I made to basically do something oh, yeah. that no one ever saw. It was really crazy. <laughs> um, but you now have a – you see my ham-fisted segue. Uh, you were, you <laughs> obviously have made an ad, um, and it's going to be in a much bigger uh, light than, um, than mine ever would have been. So how do you end up in a Dexcom commercial on – are we allowed to say the, the way people talk? I don't know. It's – the big game the or big something like game. that. Yeah. Here, let me yeah. ask you this. While you were filming the commercial for the big game, was there bowls of food around? Um, okay. So on a set, there is a place called Crafty. Uh-huh. And that's the nickname. It's called Craft Services. Um, it basically, you go and they have all kinds of snacks and drinks. And with COVID, it was very safe. So everything was packaged individually uh-huh. and someone handed it to you behind like a little screen. And yeah. Brianna, so, um, COVID is ruining my way of getting you to say bowl so that I could ask if it was a super experience for you. And now we have to say the big <laughs> game instead. Never mind. It's fine. COVID ruins everything. <laughs> um, I was thinking, I was like... Yeah. Why is he asking me about the bowls? (laughs) I was thinking very literally. Yeah, well, that's fine. So um, how does this happen for you? So you're a Dexcom user, is that right? I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you were trying out to be in a commercials or something or they found you? How did this happen? So I've done a few things in the past with Dexcom. I I hosted a little like guess who event with uh, Derek Theller for children with diabetes like a couple months ago and stuff. So I've done some PR stuff and I've been familiar with them for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they reached out, they called me and was like, we're thinking of doing this. Would you be interested? And I was like, 100%. Yes, I would. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Hey, not to get too far off track, but I've interviewed Derek twice. Is he as tall as I think he is? I actually haven't seen him in person. okay. But I will say he is attractive as you think he is he told me that he has to lie about his height and make himself shorter which he's 
probably the only person in uh, in California doing that, I would imagine. Um, yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, so they, so Dexcom just reached to you. Yes. What did they say when they called you? They were like, we know with everything going on, it may not be something you might be up for, but we thought of you, you're in LA and you're an actor. Would you want to do this Dexcom commercial? And I was like, without knowing a lot of the information, I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I would yep. have done the same thing. Uh, where does it get filmed at? It was actually at the new stadium, the LA Rams one. Okay. That, see, because yeah. that's one thing I kept wondering was like, they're not going to take them all the because the Super Bowl's in Florida this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to take them all the way there. And that, and mm-hmm. but you were clearly in a stadium for like the stills and everything. So I thought, yeah, no, it was really it. cool. That's it amazing. was the first time I've seen it too. And I was like, wow, this is what they've been working on. Yeah. How long is the shoot? How long does it take? Um, Let's see. My call time was nine or 10. And I left around five, maybe six. I mean, it's some commercials, they vary. I, I've had some commercials where they were like strict 14 hour day. And right. then some commercials where I left after an hour of doing my scene was like, all right, bye. Yeah. But for Dexcom, I think it was, I think it was like a normal eight or nine hour day. Wow. Did you get the COVID test before you went? Yes, we all did. Did they go in your nose? <sighs> yes. <laughs> I was going to take that as a yes. Yeah. I know. It makes me shiver. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you get there. Do, do you meet Nick Jonas? You know. We made eye contact once. That was enough for me. <laughs> I saw him walk by and I was like, wow, you have no idea that I watched you on Disney Channel when I was eight years old. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Do you think if you'd have gotten face to face with him, you would have said that? No, 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 no. I no. definitely would have like went into actor mode and been like, wow, sorry, Nick, right? No, I'm kidding. The inside my heart would have been like... That's amazing. So you are, so I've seen the ad and it's interesting what they, what did they do to your eyes? Like your eyes look like they're, <laughs> like they're bright or something yeah, like that. So the art department actually made these like LED strip lash type of things and they were connected to a battery pack. And so the battery pack was in my hair <laughs> that you couldn't see. And then it was, sorry about that. No, you're fine. Um, so the battery pack was in my hair and then it connected all the way and she had to use regular strip lash glue to glue it on my eye. Right. It was so heavy. The first time she put it on, I couldn't open my eyelids. So um, basically you're telling your friends, look, when you're watching the Super Bowl, if you're seeing some blinking eyelashes mm-hmm. that are all lit mm-hmm. up, this is me. Um, That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, yep. you, are you in any of this? Like, are they going to do a still campaign behind it or anything like that? Or are you? Do you know what? Yeah, they have a few really cool stills that I saw of like me showing off my Dexcom and like my numbers and stuff. And um, they have a really cool behind the scenes like interview. (laughs) They Mm. actually recorded my reaction of them telling me that Nick was going to be in it (laughs) on a Zoom call. And so you'll see they posted on their Instagram uh, today. That's excellent. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty cute. Hey, I can imagine. I would. um, I mean. I don't think I'm his type, and he's not really mine. But I think I think I'd still get a little fluttery if I saw him. He's a little uh, fluttery. I yeah, know he's a handsome boy. So, um, <laughs> so you're there. You do your part. He does his part. I, I imagine mm-hmm. people don't understand that. It's, or not everybody might understand that you might not even intersect with each other mm-hmm. and be doing things off in different places. Um, is it something that? 
Well, I, I guess, is it is it the kind of day that impacts your blood sugars? Like, it, do you have to plan differently or not particularly? I guess you're accustomed to it. Um. Yeah, no, I've, I've been on set uh, multiple times, like with it and stuff, and I've never really had to adjust too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, and they, with Dexcom being Dexcom, they had like really good options that were, <laughs> were safe. I was like, oh, yes, carrots. Thank you. Well, how do <laughs> you, crafty, so. How do you handle your insulin? Are you, do you use injections? Are you in a pen? Do you have a pump? I actually am using Omnipod. Ooh. So I know my it's my favorite too. little combo because um, it's wireless, and so if I have to shoot or I'm doing anything like physical, I don't have to worry. And I'm a klutz, right? I don't have to worry about pulling it out or hurting or anything like that. So yeah. I uh, use Omnipod. My daughter has been using an Omnipod since she was four, and she's sixteen. Oh wow! So for a very Aww. long time. So uh, mm-hmm. I I love your choice. I think that's terrific. Um so you don't so you just it's your regular life, right? Like it's mm-hmm. do you you have your basal rate set up in a way that everything works for you and are you mm-hmm. super active on a set or is it a lot of sitting around? What's it like? <laughs> um so it's yes and no. So they'll give you a call time and it's like go 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 your hair, your makeup, your wardrobe, you're figuring it out. Um, for some projects, they might have you come down and they'll run through whatever you're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sit there until they're actually ready for you. And that could be a couple hours. Wow. So it's like, hurry up to sit down yeah. a lot of the time. <laughs> I don't want to switch to, I don't want to give you a whiplash by switching gears so hard, but I am really wondering if you're willing to talk about it. Like, what was it, what was it like trying to figure out diabetes kind of on your own without like a parent mm-hmm. around you? My mom actually came out, both of my parents came out for like the first two weeks-ish. It was really hard, especially being the age that I was. I kind of, I I grew up with my sister. And so it was like for everyone in my family to know what's going on inside my body with the share uh, feature. It was, it was weird. And um, it was, you know, it was out of control. Like I didn't know everything there was to know about it. And so it was really hard. And the honeymoon phase was just so unpredictable. And I just always felt like it was my fault. And I, uh, yeah, and it's, they call it the lonely disease and stuff, which I I get. And I have a great support system, but it was, I kind of do feel like an outsider. And so emotionally it was harder than actually learning how to deal with my sugar. Yeah. Um, How long did your honeymoon last for? Ooh, um, a good two, maybe three months. And then after that, I was like, yeah, nah, <laughs> she said she's not coming back. That's well, be- <laughs> it was no, it's done. crazy because you can figure something out say like, all right, well, this meal is definitely three units and you give yourself mm-hmm. a three units. And all of a sudden your, your pancreas is like, you know what? I'm here today. I'll help out. And you're like, exactly. no, 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 don't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you get super low and you're eating. And, um, mm-hmm. how long have you had Dexcom? I got Dexcom, honestly, like a month after I was diagnosed because I was like, my little fingers can't handle it. I don't know how these people do it. And um, Dexcom G6 like uh, made my life so much easier. It makes my life super easy. Mm -hmm. I've been able to, my daughter and I together have been able to figure out almost all of the food that she wants to eat because of being able to look at the Dexcom and figure out mm-hmm. like, okay, this is when the insulin hits. This is when the food hits, you know, like, you know, how you have like, sometimes you have protein and later in the day mm-hmm. it comes back and gets you and tries yes, to push the up timing again. of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's absolutely 
like it's simple to to get lost in the idea that you're here talking about being in a commercial for Dexcom. So it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody's just saying that, but it really did change. <laughs> it really did change everything about my daughter's life uh, for the yeah. better, honestly. Um, that's very cool. Okay. So what's next? Are you like, do you have something coming up that you can tell people about, or is there somewhere somebody could go to find out more about you? Um, yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you know, I'm in that age group. So yes, TikTok (laughs) (laughs) Um, at Brianna Raquel. um, I'm pretty active on there and stuff. Um, I don't have any like super cool projects uh, uh, next in line, but I am auditioning every day and I was getting in the studio, but with COVID, it's making life hard still. (laughs) Can I I ask you what it's like to, how are you auditioning in a COVID world? Is it happening online or are you doing it in person? Um, so we have these things called self tapes and you have like a little backdrop, you get someone to read with, and then you just put it on tape and you send it into casting. Wow. Jeez, that yeah. sounds, is it exhausting? It feels a little exhausting when you decide, described it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Cause it's like when you go in the room, it's like you have one opportunity and then, then it's done. But yeah. there's room to second guess and be like, I don't know, maybe just one more time and then it can be like a three hour long taping session and yeah so it it's difficult sometimes i have to listen i want to give you a lot of credit not that you need me to but to make a decision (laughs) like that when you're 15 to go try something like this it's literally across the country yeah Uh, just to give something that's different and exciting a try is uh mm-hmm. is really laudable. It's um it's amazing, honestly, that you were able to do that. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um. Wow. I I honestly could not have done it without my family. Like my sister volunteered to come out with me, and my parents have enough faith in me that they were like, "Okay, this is what you want to do. Go do it." It's <laughs> really amazing. And seriously, like we're not okay. we're not saying enough about you being diagnosed with type one. You know, a couple of years into that experience and. To, to learn about it, get it all straight, stick it out, and keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing is really cool. Yeah. It really is. Thank you. No, of course. Think that makes you feel good. No, yeah. it really is. Is somebody um, breaking into your house? Um, You know, that would be the trash. Yep. <laughs> yep. When I sat down, listen, you're lucky. When I sat down, I could hear the snow melting off of my roof, and I was like, ugh. It just reminded oh, me there was snow Oh, my gosh. Here. Snow. Yeah, my parents are getting snow on the East Coast right now, and I'm like, 70 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, that does seem to be the good part about California, that's for sure. <laughs> I would definitely like it to be warm. Is there anything you want to talk about that I didn't hit? Um, I think we had a pretty good conversation. I mean, I'm I'm super excited for this commercial to come out. Like I told all my family members about it. You better recognize my eyes. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I'm just super grateful to have the opportunity and that Dexcom <laughs> does more than just make my life a little easier. They're really great people and they work super hard for the diabetic community and stuff. And so I'm just happy to be a part. I, really. have to, I have to tell you, I tell people all the time that I you need people like this doing things like this. And it's mm-hmm. just, you have no idea, like you've only had diabetes for a couple of years, but I've had people on that have had it yeah. for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And the technology that exists now, like, you know, it's weird to say, but you got diagnosed with type one diabetes at the absolute best time that oh, could ever happen, yeah. you know? Yeah, really no amazing. doubt that I'm like, if I was diagnosed when some of these people were dead, I don't, oh my God, it's 
I can't imagine yeah. the hardships he went through. Also, you're incredibly mature, not for your age, but just in general, <laughs> because I think I'd be spending every second I had just calling anybody I knew. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to be in a Super Bowl ad this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's pretty funny. And when my cousins found out about Nick Jonas being in it, they were pretty jealous. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. I Listen, I see some... Uh, some middle-aged moms who seem pretty excited about it too. In case you're, in case you're wondering, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, seriously, Brown, I really appreciate you doing this. I, I wish you a ton of success, and um, I, I will look for your bright eyes uh, on Sunday. Thank you. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, thanks for talking to me. Of course. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Huge thanks to Brianna. We did this at the last minute, and I really appreciate it. Check her out at BriannaRaquel.com or wherever you get your social medias. Thanks also to all the sponsors. There were no ads in this episode today, but I still like to thank them. Remind you they're there. Dexcom, Omnipod, the Contour Next One Blood Glucose Meter, Gvoke HypoPen, Touched by Type 1. And of course, don't forget to visit T1DExchange.org forward slash juicebox. Once again, you can find those links in the podcast player. There's a little show notes in there. You'll find them. And they're at juiceboxpodcast.com. I appreciate it when you click the links. Enjoy the big game. Enjoy seeing Brianna's bright eyes. And I know how many of you are interested in seeing that Nick Jonas boy. So if you can't catch the game live, I've got those pictures and video at juiceboxpodcast.com. If you're still here, I want to remind you that you can support Type 1 Diabetes Research and the Juicebox Podcast by supporting the T1D Exchange. The T1D Exchange is looking for type 1 adults and caregivers who are U.S. residents to participate in a quick survey that can be completed in just a few minutes from your phone or computer. After you finish the questions, which are very simple and only took me a few minutes, you'll be contacted annually to update your information and to be asked further questions if questions exist. This is 100% anonymous, completely HIPAA compliant, and does not require that you ever see a doctor or go to a remote site. And yet, you're supporting type 1 diabetes research. Past participants have helped to bring increased coverage for test strips, Medicare coverage for CGMs, and they helped to change the ADA guidelines for pediatric A1C goals. That stuff is really exciting, and it's the hard work that we don't see that's done behind the scenes to help people with type 1 diabetes. And this is your chance to help out. t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box.